Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, if you're the kind of person who enjoys the uh, breaking news of Kim and Kanye getting divorced, of Dr. Dre being in the hospital, of uh, the wow, you gr- sound enthusiastic. The girl, from, <laughs> the girl from Queens Gambit getting to keep her wardrobe. You have tuned in yeah. okay. to the right radio station. Okay. I want to pump up the jam there. <laughs> I'm trying to stay positive. It's a weird day. It is a, it weird, is a weird day. So let's day. talk about other weird. stuff. All right, let's talk about other weird stuff. Yeah, it is. Well, here before we get to any music things, this was in the Star Tribune today, and you know we have a very soft. Spot in her heart for um, the Wildcat Sanctuary yes. in Sandstone, Minnesota. Absolutely, um, Tammy has been on. She, before, when she started, it was yeah, on show. she's the founder, yep. executive director, and it's not a Wildcat Sanctuary where people can never go in and see this. They are literally rescuing like the cats and big animals that are kept in states where it's not against the law. So anyway, there's just like the most amazing, this is a Facebook alert if you're getting very stressed out about, and everything is going to be okay, but we are really just having a moment in in Washington, Mm D.C. that's very upsetting. But if you want to look at, um, they have a tiger, and of course, they always get animals when something shuts down, and... um, Dash is a six-week-old Bengal tiger cub that was taken in along with his parents and two elderly lions by Wildcat Sanctuary um, after a private facility in Indiana shut down. So apparently Indiana is, you know, we got to get that Big Cat Safety Act passed, but... Indiana, you know, maybe the people that own these uh, animals, maybe it's a, a, a I zoo. I think that law did go through, Lauren. No, it they it, no, oh it has God, passed it the did. Senate. Oh, okay. It passed in the House. There are eight states that will that still think it's fine for people to oh, own okay. tigers and lions and bears and have them be at your house and breed them and charge an admission and okay. what we saw in Tiger yeah. King. I'm Joe so exotic. Glad. Yeah, I never Ugh. watched that dumb thing. So anyway, if you go to Wildcat Sanctuary's Facebook page, um, and I, I, you know, they, you can see them feeding this little six-week-old Bengal cub, and I think it's a good way too for Tammy to get out there because I mean it costs like eighty thousand dollars a year to feed a big cat, right? And she's trying to te- take them out of. Um, she they, rescues they, them. Yeah, I mean, she does. They 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 are known as one of uh, a handful of places in the United States that if you know a state all of a sudden has a cub 
two tiger parents and two elderly lions, who are you going to call? The closest sanctuary for Indiana would be to call Tammy and the folks up at Wildcat. So they they go and get it and, you know, do all of that. So, I mean, you're an animal lover. You're going to maybe want to see this. And if you have a few extra dollars, yeah. you could uh, give that. But, I mean, the face it's of cute. this cub. It's, oh, yeah, it's cute. I mean. Not as cute as Hank. Hank the new puppy. Oh, the golden doodle. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is it a golden doodle? It's a it's a miniature golden doodle. Yeah. Like there's different Hank needs another name. I told you I can't stand the name Hank. Hank the man. Hank Hank, Hank the man. Hank the tank. Hank the tank. Hank is Hank is my sister's new doggy in Montana, and it is the cutest dog. Montana people like to shorten things up. They like to speak in as few sentences <laughs> as possible. Give your name a short cat cat I mean, Tom. Rocco, Bob. do you have a cat or dog? We've had a couple cats in our history, but no, we're currently pet free. Yeah, do you like that? I do enjoy being pet free. Yeah, yes. a lot. That's a lot of work for a lot of people, but I, I just feel like animals should have two syllables. They need hanky, like panky or something. Just hanks, Hank. even hanks, like jinx. Hanks. It's yeah, just, it's, yeah, it's, it's a funny name. It's very Montana. <laughs> it's funny. But boy, if you want to get yourself to smile looking at puppies and stuff, that does work, Laurie. I have to admit, it's the dumbest thing. But if you're feeling sad and blue and you just look at puppies, they do make you laugh. Yeah. And so, babies doing cute things um, makes so you smile. Caesar and Logan are the parents, the tiger parents. They're okay. clocking in at just under 500 pounds. And okay. Dash is six weeks old and he's about 20 pounds do they um, do tigers and lions live long i mean do they have this lifespan of a dog or do they just stay forever uh you know i can't remember you're, that you're our, you're our, we you know, had the bengal safari. lion guy on from the ron from the minnesota the zoo. zoo oh gosh i think that they might be a 30 or 40 year that long that long but they are the apex predators of the animal kingdom, yes, tigers are. are and, and don't. And if someone talks you into just taking care of their pet parrot, where they go on when they go on a long vacation, think twice because those things last years, like yeah. fifty years. I mean, remember when we first when we started, we had the lady in with the parrots. Oh yeah, and they then she told like us eighty years, yeah. eighty to a hundred yeah, years. You parrots don't, can live. don't ever get sucked into that. Just yeah. thinking you're going to take care of a parrot for someone who goes on a vacation never comes back. They they last a long time. I also want you to know that Marlene Marlene and Wally are the two elderly lions that have just... Marlene is such an elderly. That's our Auntie Marlene. Lori, what was that little birdie you showed me yesterday that you see by the Mississippi? Oh, an indigo bunting, but a very colorful bunting... Which they look like fat chickadees. They to do me. look like fat chickadees. Was seen in Maryland, and it had blue, red, yellow, green. It looked, the bird watchers are going. It looked crazy. like Toucan Sam, but in a little little, little fat fluffy, chickadee. Yeah, it was so cute. Yeah, it was so cute. So all right. Well, anyway, that has been our Animal Planet report, <laughs> and I really am an enjo- I really am enjoying. I'm on the Wildcat Sanctuary, their Facebook page. Um, I'm enjoying the. The story about the, you know, their wild at heart lives, because now they really will be able to live as close as they would have if they hadn't have been born in captivity. That's cool. They're going to live their wild at heart lives that they were meant to live, Julia. I'm so glad. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And that is brought to you by... 
Who's the Animal Kingdom guy? Marlon. We, we used to have a we used to have a song, Draco, like Donnie would play. Oh, like the Mutual the, of Oma. Yes, yes, yes he would. Like yeah, he would play it in the background but when we go have off like, in these Animal Kingdom things. They've got a lot. I don't know how many acres the Wildcat Sanctuary right. has in Sandstone. It's not open to the public or right. anything. But they that, that is, is always, a life. That has been that was always her thing. Is that right. these animals have been kept in captivity. Dash now. Just born at six weeks old, you know, so this would be all he knows. But like they have room for them to, to roam, roam. Yeah, they do. And have as close as they could because they can't, of course, be released in the wild. No. And there's, you know. It's crazy. Well, you know, when I was flying, um, there's all the animal safety dogs. And I, I told you about the people. Emotional rescue who, animals. Yeah, yes. Um, they are no longer allowed on American Airlines. If anyone's going to be flying American Airlines, period, period, they're changing its rules starting next week. The new Department of Transportation regulations do take effect. The new rules declare that airlines are not required to recognize emotional support animals as service animals and can subject them to the same flight rules as pets, which probably means go underneath where the mm-hmm. baggage is. While emotional support animals can be prescribed by mental health professionals, they are not trained to perform physical tasks like service animals are. So you might want to watch out for that because I'm telling you the well, wide... Delta already did it. Right, Delta, but the wide range of people traveling with their pets to get them just a free baggage right. was unbelievable. Oh, really? Oh, I so can't... So it, it hadn't been put no, into effect I, I yet? Could, well, It I probably came back, wasn't put into effect. You were I think I for s- the New Year. I saw it outbound, but I came back on New Year's, the day after New Year's. But so on the outbound flight, I saw so many... No, I saw it coming home, Larry. Because the new effects, it goes in effect at the first of the year. Yeah. So just watch out for that, people. So people were taking their last their last, uh, their last trip with their animal that just, they didn't have to pay. Yeah, there was a little corgi, and I'm like, how is that thing not pooping and peeing everywhere? But yeah. they're cute, you know. People are doing it. All right, we've got random um, facts when we come didn't back. Didn't we just have some very random facts? This was well, animal. It was okay. Animal Kingdom, animal not Kingdom, to be confused. Soothing Animal Kingdom. There you go. Thank you, Rocco. Here's your Mutual Omaha's Wild Thank Kingdom you. theme. That stage. <laughs> There's Lori in her safari outfit. Yes, going in the Serengeti. There's learning about Julia hunting down a lion, <laughs> taking him down. Yep, Lori's saying, him. Julia, go get it. I'll just wait back here. Can we stop? <laughs> I've got to pee. Keep a lookout. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, today is National Cuddle Day. If anyone needs to cuddle or a it's hug. A cuddle. Okay. It's a cuddling day, people. Um, all right, so if you follow us on Instagram at Lori A N D Julia, we posted today we got this old promo car Rocco. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, I'll go from back. when we were My Talk Real Life Conversation FM one oh seven when we first started. And our second year on the air, Minnesota Monthly Magazine wanted to do a photo shoot and a story on us. And they wanted to wrap us in caution tape. And we were bathing wore bathing suits underneath. I told Lori, bring all the pearls and decadent things you can have so we'll deck ourselves out in caution tape. And then they just, you know, 
canceled out we'll the bathing like suits. We'll look like we're naked, right. but we won't But we be. really are. And you told me to wear pantyhose. I did. We're going to want to have pantyhose on, you said. It was a good idea. You were thinking like a... Like Kim Kardashian, like future girl. Skims uh, mogul. Right. So we posted that today, and it was, and it, that was on our first billboard, and it was shock without the jock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, weekdays from three to six on FM one hundred seven point one. So we get that today. Maybe jo- jock without the shock. Jock without the shock. That yeah. was it. Okay. No, I think I it was opposite. Maybe. It was shock without you, the jock. Were you a jock that was we not shocking, or were you? Shocking, but we not were wearing shocking. a jock. No, we no, were we shocking, but a... not radio DJ jocks. Yeah. Because it's talk radio. Of. Okay. So Boy, then... when the blondes are explaining to Rocco uh, that, that's really... Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. a moment. Thank you. It is. But look at us. I mean, I've got dark, short hair. Lori, whatever. We just... I hadn't discovered blowouts. You hadn't, because mm-hmm. once you did, that's all we heard about for mm-hmm. the last 14 years. Yeah. And so at the same time, we get that from a listener today... You and got I, a picture of that? Like, yes. hey, girls, remember that? I got that in a text today. Okay. And then at the same time, my very first email when I come to work, hey, is it time for a facelift or a neck lift <laughs> from a local plastic surgeon? And I thought, is the universe telling us something? Because we don't look like we used to. So anyway, that's that's posted if you want to see something. Um, other things that are happening out there is the Michael Jackson Neverland Ranch has finally been sold. It has been on the market since 2015. Originally, time. they were asking for seven a hundred million dollars. It's, it's in the middle of nowhere, right. but they sold it for twenty two million dollars. Wow. So, how this even came to be is, it's located on the edge of a national forest. Michael Jackson first saw the ranch in nineteen eighty three when he visited Paul McCartney, who was staying there filming the video. Remember, they did Ebony oh, and Ivory, and, oh, black and white. Wasn't it Ebony and Ivory? Maybe, but I remember them in the carriage. Okay, what's the question? What was the video that Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson did? Wasn't it? Well, they had a couple songs. They had Say, 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 and they had had Ebony and Ivory. Ivory. Well, Ebony and Ivory was with Stevie Wonder. Uh, The Girl is Mine was with Michael Jackson. But somehow they were in a hayride. They were taking a hayride. I think that's Say, Say, Say. Say, Say, Say. So that's the video. That's when he first saw it, and then he bought it. Um... And it's finally been sold. And the guy who bought it is Ron Burkle, a billionaire businessman. He's also bought, if you've been to Palm Springs and you've seen Bob's Hope, Hope Spaceship Home. And it's I only have. 116 I, miles from L.A. Yeah, it's not But there's far. nothing around it. Right. Really. You have to hike to it. Yeah. And right. avoid snakes and lizards and stuff. But I've done it. You have? To, yeah. to the Bob Hope to one? To the Bob Hope so one. It's pretty I. neat. Yeah. It's very cool. That one's in Palm Springs. And this guy's also bought the Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright um, Maya Revival Ennis House in Los Angeles. My God. And what does he do? He owned the Pits, Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, okay. Pi- penguins. And um, Mountain Dew has launched their first watermelon sugar. No the way. Year. A watermelon drink? It's a watermelon drink, and they think it's inspired by watermelon sugar. So Mountain Dew, it's their first permanent flavor in over 10 years, and it's pink, and it's... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mountain Dew Major Melon, and it comes in zero and it comes with sugar. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the marketing on it. So here's what the marketing is Watermelon is a truly transportive taste, it evoking feel- feelings of freedom and nostalgia. Um, and we found watermelon to be the number one choice of flavors tested amongst their fans. The Mountain Dew Major Melon is in our, our answer for those who are looking for a refreshing change to keep them invigorated all day long. I love I watermelon. I think this one might be good. I, I mean, do. we don't drink pop. But I had such a hard... I mean, I love Watermelon Rita, which was the Budweiser product. Yeah. I love Watermelon Bubblicious. You I like do. Watermelon, those little hard candies. I do, too. Yeah, the Jolly, Jolly Rancher. Rancher. Jolly Rancher. It's yes. the only decent Jolly Rancher is the watermelon. Right. So watch for a big Mountain Dew Major Melon ad, because last year Mountain Dew at the Super Bowl had the ad starring Brian Cranston and Tracy Ellis Ross spoofing The Shining. Vodka in a watermelon, straws yes. inserted. That's mm-hmm. delicious. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do that? I like think you were just, obs- this Harry Styles things has gone it's, too far. Do you think so? She that, is I obsessed. think that's the only reason she likes this watermelon Mountain Dew. No, but she no, likes stories of watermelon. watermelon. I absolutely I started, love it. I started liking it. Um, I hated the seeds. I hated spitting out the seeds. So when the seedless ones came about, yeah. I thought they're fun. I'm a pineapple girl. Yeah. That's, that's more my I, thing. We, when we moved to Japan, I was stunned to find out that there were all kinds of watermelons. And there were little watermelons and there were no watermelon with seeds because I just had been used to Minnesota watermelon. spitting them out. They had different colored ones. They were so cute. They do a lot of watermelon <laughs> candy. Right. Uh, in Japan, you know, they like... The, uh, anyway, I you could get little tiny... They were the cutest watermelons ever. Little, I would just beg little, my mom, let's go like to a gourds, market. Almost like the gourds. gourds. Yes. But so they're a watermelon. Because mm-hmm. the gourds, I always thought, were so cute. So, my mom would decorate the cornucopia with the gourds coming out on the table all the time growing yeah. up. I loved it. So, Viennita ice cream cakes. Do you guys remember those? No. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They, they they came in a loaf. It was a loaf ice cream cake, yes, and it's right. whipped cream and chocolate, and has something crunchy in it. They're coming. It was back. almost like a profiterole, but without that hard outside. Right, it was right. all whipped and cream and, and ice cream. cream. Okay, they're coming back, people. Are they? After thirty years, Good uh-huh. Humor has announced they're bringing them back. I it's, wish Rye Crisp would come back. No kidding. Lori, speaking of, they were made right Wait, here. Those went away. They yes. went away, and they were made, made right, right up here. the street from us, Rocco. It was so okay. Sad. I did not know this. Yeah. It was good. And then I was telling you, there's a new app, a dating app to, out today called Go Getter, G O Getter, and it's the newest app for active like mind singles. And you can find compatibility you never thought possible with someone who's committed really? to a living healthy fit the fitness lifestyle, but you have to pay. So the deal is is um, you pay for your matches. And people think if you have you skin in the this? game, G-O-G-E-T-T-E-R. All one word. Dot com. Oh, I got a song. Yep. And if you pay um, with digital currency, it costs you about a dollar a match. 
And they think if you have skin in the game, you're going to have a better, better relationship. So we'll see what happens there. Oh, there it is. GoGetterDating.com. Oh, is it? Wow. got to put it Yeah, in. Dating.com. And I did not know that there's drama at Rye Crisp. Oh, those have been gone for years. We got a whole case. And somebody's trying to to bring it back, but there's lawsuits. It is Wednesday. Julia's been delighted all day long to find out it's Wednesday. You've asked me at least twice today. Is today only Tuesday? And you're always delightfully surprised when I go, no, why? It is now hump day. It is Wednesday. Oh, my God. (laughs) That makes me so happy. It is is a delight to find out. It is a delight. Somehow missed it. Yes. Um, okay, so um, late night uh, last night, well, the L.A. guys are back at home. Yeah, they are. Jimmy Kimmel's in his basement. Um, they Conan don't have basements. They back. don't have basements. Well, no. whatever. He's it looks his, like a paneled basement. It, it looks like something out his of his media, home. It's his office. Julia, when you've got paneling and um, the bench print. Yeah, it's it, bad. Yeah, it, it looks. It's a real office kitchen. It looks like a real old deck. Yeah. And, and he was wearing Levi's. Yeah, he's really. Co- he Conan, hates being home. He does. He's just disgusted yeah, because he was home for so long. Conan isn't back yet, but um, Fallon is still going into the theater. And um, over on Stephen Colbert's shows last night, um, because we really did, she did not do that much press. We've not really Anya Taylor Joy, who's Who a star of the Queen's Gambit. Oh yes, and people have continued to love I that s- and watch. That. I saw who the guest was, and I'm like, I don't even know who these people are, so I didn't watch it. Yeah, and uh, so she was really she was really quite delightful. Uh, couch people first became aware of her on this fantasy series called Atlantis. And then she was in this horror movie called The Witch. And then, I can't remember, she might have been in, I think she was in Emma. Which is the remake of Emma. And that came out right when the pan, right when everything locked down, like back in March. And it is available on Netflix and has gotten good reviews. And if you're missing Bridgerton, you might want to check out Emma. And Anya is in it, completely unrecognizable from the Queen's Gambit. But she had kind of a, Fun chat with Stephen Colbert. So let's listen. Did you know that it was a sensation? How did you learn that suddenly this had caught fire? I mean, honestly, I think I'm still learning it because when I first, you know, when the show first came out, I was filming something else in Ireland and I was barefoot on the side of a mountain in the freezing cold and I would just come back to my apartment and my phone would blow up and it would say, oh, you know, people really like the show, but it wasn't real for me. I was too isolated. And then when I came back home to London, I went for a walk with my mask and my beanie and the amount of people that stopped me from just this, I I honestly couldn't believe it. And I think it's, it's going to take some time to get used to, but luckily everyone's so kind. You know, they just really enjoyed the show and they want to talk about Beth and I am up for that. So, yeah. That show is so good. Yeah, really one of the ten. It's fun one of hearing. The best, it's fun hearing her voice, isn't it? Okay, yes. yeah, here she is. What with uh, I can't remember what's next. Did you have any idea that people were going to be so gripped by the story of a chess master? It seems like an unlikely hit, doesn't it? I mean, I think if I'm being completely honest, when I first read the book, I was so in love with Beth instantly, and I think people follow passion. So I felt 
impassioned by chess when I finished reading the book. However, that being said, I think there's thinking something will go down well, and then there's the mind-boggling numbers that you've just, you know, discussed with me. So I, I don't think any sane person prepares for something like that. Wow. I mean, that, that, that's like over the 50 million people have watched yes. it, kind of a mark. And um, and then one of the things that became a delight on Queen's Gambit as you watched it and as the story unfolds is her fashion. The oh. clothes that she wore, and it's 60s. Love. It's amazing. Love. So here, here she's talking about her clothes. Everybody loves the, the period fashion of the show, and I'm old enough to remember when it was new. But th those <laughs> costumes are so beautiful that you get to wear. Where, a, where did you get them? Were those designed for you or those original vintage costumes? It's a combination. Um, I was so lucky to work with the wonderful Gabrielle Binder and she and I got along with the house on fire immediately. And we had a very similar way of working where she respected that I was so close to Beth that we would put on the clothes and immediately if my body would just reject it, it would be gone. Um, so a lot of them are vintage pieces and then a lot of them she created with the show particularly in mind. Do you, now these are, these are just lovely. Do you get to keep these? Well, this is what's so crazy because Gabrielle and I worked so closely together at the end of the show, she just came up to me and said, honestly, babe, they're yours. You know, we, we found them together and you, Beth, the line is very blurry. You should just take them home. And I was overwhelmed by that kindness because I really, you know, wanted to keep a bit, uh, like a bit of Beth with me. However, the show is so successful. Those clothes are currently in a museum. So I do not know when I will get my clothes back. <laughs> That's Plus, really if fun. you wore those on the street, I think you might be recognized. Honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot because obviously they're so beautiful, but I actually cannot wear them outside because people will think I have lost my mind yes. and I may never get fired for another job again. So these beautiful costumes will parade around in my room for my own enjoyment. They really are that lovely. But my thing with some of that 60s stuff or some of those old, those fabrics are so itchy. I mean, the wool. They use so much wool. Julia. Oh, I would just be itching myself crazy. I, I remember some I of my a, mom's old stuff, and I just itch. I have an itchy wool dress story for you. Do you? <laughs> I mean... Because I was a girl in the fourth grade in the late 60s. Okay. And I had a mod wool dress on, and I remember it vividly. The top of it was white cream. Yeah. And then from the bus down, it was like a nice mustard. And I believe I inherited it from my Aunt Janet, who's four years older. Right. And I had my white go-go boots at yeah. the ankle. Because oh, my dad, dad said no wear knee boots. The, yep. And we were taking the Iowa basic learning test. Okay. Where you filled in the holes. Yep. Rocco, I don't even know if kids mm -hmm. do those. They anymore. do, yeah. they, but they're called ACTs now in different But names. in grade but was, school. Yeah. we. I remember in grade school, okay. filling in the holes with the pencil. You couldn't go to the bathroom, and and I remember, and I had tights on, mm -hmm. and there was no going to the bathroom. And Mrs. Anna said that, you know, my teacher, um, she wasn't my beehive teacher; she was the fourth grade teacher, a little bit. Meaner. I don't know what beehive means. A beehive oh, hairdo. She just, I, my okay. third grade teacher had a beehive, so and just, I was enamored. Yeah, they a lot of the poofy hair back when yeah. we were in school. So it was I, or but, a veil. 
I'd, I really had to pee. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I've been like a really a light, a, a light bladdered girl. I just for we a long have time, delicate bladders, you delicate and I. bladders can't go to the bathroom. So I just let it go in my wood chair. Remember those things yes, had, a, they, had a little dip. They did for, okay. you know, it's like to curve out for your fanny. Yeah. Well, that dress was so thick. So absorbent. And so absorbent. <laughs> it completely absorbed. The pee. The pee. And oh. no one knew that I peed except for me and maybe my teacher. Right. When I walked up, because the bottom half of the dress is mustard. So it, it <laughs> just okay. kind of blended it in. It, it just, right. And it didn't, and it was so, but it was so itchy. And I oh. went, I had to go to the, I was just dying. And right. I couldn't wait to get home and tell my mom. And then watch Dark Shadows, because I knew she'd let me watch Dark Shadows that day was such a traumatic thing. But I went to the bathroom, and that is, I guess, the first time I peed your pants. threw away, well, not only peed my pants, but threw away my underwear and my tights in a public restaurant. Right. Oh, my gosh. Well, think of how absorbent it is. So it there was, was so there was, itchy, but that oh, was the benefit <gasps> of that thick dress. Oh, I just can't even imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know, probably got a rash on the back of my leg or whatever. Right. You know, from sitting then in my dress with no underwear, underwear for the rest of the day. And no one thought anything to ask me, but I told my mom when I got home. Right. What I did. And she said, I think that's terrible. They don't let you go to the bathroom. I'm like, no one can go to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. Anyway. We've had some good pee stories on this show. Oh, we- Remember Brittany's in Iraq, and now we've yeah. got this one in oh, the wool Brittany's dress. Oh, Brittany's when she got, they pulled over yeah. with guns. No, that was a, a nightmare one. Julia, yeah. you're next. Oh, trust me. I've had <laughs> I've I shared mean, them in the past. I, you know, I don't know. They're, they're, I've, they're, they're a dime a dozen. They really, with us. Really. <laughs> they really are. And we've even had poop ones. So, but oh, we don't, good. we don't need to get into all yeah, of that good. today. But yeah. How about this one though? Okay. So people are. That Queen's Gambit is, Gambit is really fun. And the clothes just keep getting so good. Fat, more and more fabulous as she gets into herself. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I would also like to, uh, Give a shout out to this show before it disappears from um, Netflix. Yeah. Because you know what's disappeared? And my little sister and her daughter are, are devastated. Marabou and Catherine. Mm-hmm. Gossip Girl. Oh. It just left. They would watch it nonstop. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. And you can find Gossip Girl now on. I want to say Peacock, but Peacock. Uh, I'm looking at it here, maybe HBO Max. Yeah, oh, because well. that's where the reboot's going. Oh, right. Okay, but, oh, that got old Gossip Girl, because we watched a couple of those while I was in Montana. And it's I, weird it's, how sometimes shows will become a hit on a, on a streaming service sure. for whatever reason. So this show wasn't really a big hit when it aired. Donnie and I watched it. You might have tried to watch it okay, because it had it? our boyfriend, Taylor Kitchen. Oh, yeah, what is Waco. it? Waco. Oh, I watched Waco. About David yeah. Koresh. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And I watched it was, two of them. Yeah, Donnie and I watched the whole thing, and it was like an eight episode, the Branch Davidians. Rocco, I'm telling you, it was unbelievable. Kieran McCulkin is, is in it. It is really was it really was good. Really it's a true event. So it has been on Netflix. Got it. And it's going to be um, uh, going away. And it's basically depicts the 93 standoff of the Branch Davidians and Taylor Kitsch plays um, um, David Koresh. And he's absolutely amazing. And is this just it. landing on Netflix It's now? been on Netflix, oh. but it's going away. And there's oh, okay. been a lot of good stuff. So 
but that's where it aired on the Paramount and it found a larger audience. But um, anyway, it's. You're it, right. It says it's going away on uh, Jan 16. Yeah. Wow, so right got, away. Okay. You got some time. And I, th- I think it's only in a. The Four parts. Su- yeah, it's not that long. No. And the source came Six. from so, oh, the okay. two characters' autobiography. So there's real tension in the fighting for the viewer's sympathy and it even makes watching it a bit of a moral dilemma but it's excellent it was good i i think i did three yeah i probably made it three and you know what's on tonight that i am gonna watch is name that tune it's the reboot with um with i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jane uh, Kurowski. Krakowski. Krakowski is hosting it, and then um, Randy, dog, dog. Oh, here's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's going to be... And we ran into Randy... At the Indianapolis airport, if you remember, on the way home from the um, Kentucky Derby. I do. Uh, And just before we go to Hollywood speak, this is from Alida. And we this was on our radar, but I don't think we're subscribing to CBS All Access. It's Mark Cherry Show, Why Women Kill. Oh, and such a thing to yeah, us. Uh, uh, Alida is just like this is an awesome show. Why I know women kills? Yeah, would, and we we CBS All Access. I mean, because they had the Good Wife and then the Good, the good fight. fight, which was so good. But then mm-hmm. I only had the access for once. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Summer. Anyway, so if you have CBS All Access, Alida said this is a must watch. We would Tell love us it. Why women? Why ki- women kill? All right. Did called. you guys watch? I think it comes out today. The the history of swear words with nicholas cage okay so that i kind of want to watch yeah i've read um slate.com liked it la times did not uh vulture seems to be halfway so it's we'll see here's the joke we gotta go oh okay all right we'll be right back so what are you trying to say hollywood hollywood speaking what is the meaning of this Let's do it. Okay, so here's the deal. So I got this in my inbox last night at 11.42 p.m. from Pamela Greenwald, who is head of SAG-AFTRA organization, the SAG. And the AFTRA was the acting thing, and they combined forces, New York and L.A., and this is for actors and people in entertainment world, and this is what it said. Their statement on awards show scheduling. Okay, Los Angeles, January 5th. We are extremely disappointed to hear the conflicting date, March 14th, announced today for this year's Grammy Award telecast. We announced the same date for the SAG Awards last July with the intent to give the greatest possible scheduling consideration for other award shows. Mm -hmm. We expect the same consideration from sister organizations throughout the industry. And then it just goes blah, 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 blah. And it says, our two organizations, uh, SAG-AFTRA and the Recording Academy, share members and work together effectively to advocate for artists in many areas in an environment that is increasingly challenging 
For the televised award programs, we also have a mutual interest in successfully showcasing the artistry and talent of our respective memberships. Mm-hmm. We are in contact with the Recording Academy and will continue to work with our sister organization to find ways to make sure this award season is as successful as possible. Uh, they're asking the Grammys if they will please hold their award on Saturday of that weekend Instead and let of, them have Sunday so they don't have to take Saturday. I mean, that's kind of a, it's a Bigfoot move as we learned earlier, they are right, Rocco? They're Bigfooting it. They're Bigfoot. I CBS mean, is Bigfoot and NBC because CBS got Bigfooted by ABC. That, that well, and, and the SAGs are on TNT, TBS. Yes, so owned they're not, by NBC. Right. So anyway, this they're is... They're getting Bigfooted and they're not happy about it. And they put it in as nice a flowery language as they could. Right. But they are not happy about... Uh, a major award the Grammys, show. Uh, first of all, being so lackadaisical lackadaisical that even at the beginning of December when California basically went into a lockdown right that they were going hey how are we going to do an award show in two in months a month, right two months right. and yes you know what they could have done they could have done a thing where they have the performances be at one's at the troubadour one's at this place you know different venues or they could have made a decision to go that way, they stuck their heads in the sand and decided, no, this is all going to be blowing over. And no, why wouldn't we be able to have it January 31st at the Staples Center? Right. I mean, this is just real poor planning. It's it it's what the Grammys have kind of come to be it's known like for. They're very messy. Very messy, very, messy very arrogant, very don't care about anyone else. And I think... You would have thought they'd been more sensitive given that they got bigfooted by the Oscars mm-hmm. on their night. Mm-hmm. And then that had a true. Remember, they had to move to after the Super Bowl. When was that? Bowl? Like two years ago? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Because the Oscars decided they were going to up their airing a month. I mean, the, the, the fact that the Grammys said, actually could say that they came to this decision after thoughtful, quote unquote, conversations with health experts. They could have been having thoughtful conversations at the beginning of December. That is the time to have thoughtful conversations, not on January 5th. Right. A mere right. 24 right. days. That's not thoughtful. That's called they, the, the, an organization that's running around like a chicken with its head cut off, mm-hmm. which I have seen in the movies. They do run around for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Right? Okay. Uh, Alec Baldwin wishes his wife, Hilaria, a happy 37th birthday on Instagram. Did he do it in Spanish? No. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> Very good. I can't speak Spanish, so I can't even say I was going to say, hola, Hilaria. Yeah. Happy birthday. I don't know how to speak Spanish, so I couldn't even say uh, it. Fe- uh, feliz cumpleaños. 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 I mean, yeah. I wish you could have said that. I but wish I, you would have just I, done it. I can't say. I can't speak Spanish. Ha- Uno, dos, tres. Happy birthday to the love, of the, the love of my life, the only person in the world who brings me joy and peace every day, the person who is my home, my everything. Anyway, I now again... To Hollywood speak this, I know Alec, he knows that Instagram is like breathing to Hilaria. She's documented all of her children. You know, there's yeah, no it privacy. Is, it, is, it is like breathing. But for this particular 
birthday and because there will be all kinds of people wishing I would not have Hilaria I would have not have done this out loud. Happy birthday. This of in all Spanish. years. This of all years is a day to it's a day to go silent. Put it in a card, right. say it to her. Why do people Why need does to do it have it out to be loud? public? Because now you just know He's getting trolled. Yeah, he is. Of course he is. Yeah, you know back. people are well, saying it. Well, he was this morning, and then okay. things took away. People were like, oh, wait, there's really something going on. But right. I'm just saying, this morning, that wasn't helping her. No. no. Okay, here's Silly. another one. Uh, the HBO documentary on Tiger Woods starts on Sunday. I've seen trailers for it. Does it look good? Oh. Is it brutal? No. You know what? It... It looks good because he has an amazing story. He does have an amazing he story. He has an amazing story. He was on Merv story. Griffin when he was like four or three years old. Yeah, he really has an He was a prodigy. Yeah, yeah, he has an interesting life and he's come on the other side of it. Yep. You know, and um, so the trailers looks really good. And I think it's just like a three or four harder and getting pretty good reviews and he's cooperating he's doing inner you know he cooperated yep. with this. okay okay but what do you think that uh the fact that the tiger woods documentary is coming out what do you think is happening possibly around some of the gossip places um rachel yucatan his host i saw that she's in the news that they're, came out last they're, week they're so calling, all, they're calling they're, all the they're mistresses. calling all the mistresses they're calling he was a whale Mm-hmm. And that's how we first learned. That's about how we whale. first learned about whales, which were the heavy rollers that would just have mistresses lining up on the strip. High rollers, high rollers. Thank you. Heavy. What I call them? Heavy rollers. Heavy rollers. Rachel, Hi, heavy rollers Rachel are, Yucatan are Peninsula. People. It isn't Rachel Yucatan. Is Yucatan. Yucatan. Oh well. Yeah. Anyway, so close. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were hilarying there for a second. You were. You know, I'm only just this and close. And she was one of Wait, a dozen women that was oh, identified as his mistresses. But that she was the one. On Thanksgiving Day. That's she right. When Elon chased her husband out of the house with a golf club. Here's here's what she said. I was in Montana. Yeah, she says uh, Tiger preferred her company because she would ask questions about his life, unlike his wife. Now. What guy who hasn't been fooling around with somebody he doesn't say, I like you so much better because you, uh, you, you know talk what I mean? to me. You pay yeah. attention to me. I mean, that is you the tell oldest me story in the book. Jeez. I want to watch it, though. I've oh, always sure. loved Tiger Woods. For I can't sure. help it. Yeah, I've always, I, don't, I don't believe anything that she has to say as no. the mistress. Right. You're, you know. Did you see the guy who she's having the affair with? <sighs> oh, holy fugly. Yeah. All right. And he's married. Yeah. Oops. It's a thing she likes. Yeah, I guess.